Hey there, Katherine Guidry here, and today we're gonna to be talking all about photographing wedding parties. Before we dive into the content, if you're interested in accessing my go-to posing guide, be sure to access that in the description below. The reason why I wanted to address wedding parties as one of the topics for discussion here is because I realize that this is one of the parts in the day that gives me a lot of anxiety. Thankfully, now I've become a little bit more comfortable and I don't get those nerves like I used to, but I remember what it was like to show up in front of a big group of people and try to wrangle everybody in for the part of the day that they really don't love. So how do I do that? The first thing that I do when I'm photographing wedding party formals is that I go in and establish myself as the authority. That doesn't mean that I go in bossing everyone around and telling them what to do. But what it does mean is that I go in and kindly introduce myself. I say something like, hey guys, I'm Catherine. I'm gonna be photographing the wedding party formals. Don't worry, we're gonna be doing these really quickly and concisely. So if I can just have your cooperation for the next little bit of time, we're gonna work through the formal list as soon as possible. And when they hear that I'm on their side, that I'm trying to get these done quickly, it really usually gets their attention and it helps us move things along really fast. The second thing that we're gonna do is we're gonna learn everyone as much as we can by name. So rather than having to say, okay, you um, with your hair up, can you move a little bit closer to the girl that's next to you with her hair down? That just doesn't sound as personable and as confident as, okay, Tiffany, would you mind taking a step to your right a little bit closer to Aaron? Something about that just seems like you know everyone, you know the group, you're kind of like, in with the crew. So the better that you can do at learning everyone's names, the better off you'll be. The way that I personally do that is whenever I arrive on the wedding day, the first thing I do is try to get as many names as possible. And while I'm processing their names, I'm asking them how they know the client. So for example, I'll say, oh, okay, Aaron, this is Tiffany. Okay, Tiffany, how do you know Aaron if Aaron is a client, for example? While Tiffany's explaining the fact that she knows Aaron and how she knows her, I'm looking at Tiffany and I'm basically looking at her and in my brain going, Tiffany, 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 Tiffany. So I remember who Tiffany is to the ride. Um, it's, I will get a little bit of who they are and how they know her, but really I just want that extra time to kind of lock it in my visual memory bank of that this is Tiffany. I hope that makes sense. The next thing that we're going to be doing when we're photographing the wedding party formals is having a good understanding before the wedding day of the dynamics. So at our final meeting, which takes place usually about one to two weeks before the wedding, I'm asking the client who is who in the wedding party. Is there anyone that they're closer to? Maybe someone that they have a special relationship with that they want to make sure that they're standing next to on the day of the wedding. This is twofold. It's going to help you make better photos for the client. It's going to also help you be more confident when you're setting up for the photos because you already understand those dynamics. The next tip is going to be to make sure that the maid or matron of honor and or the best man or best lady is closest to the client. So again, before the wedding, I already have the first names of those people. And when I arrive, I'm going to get the names of them in person so I can match a face to the name. Once I have that established, anytime I'm posing for a photo, even those that are like technically candid, but we're somewhat stepping in to help with, I will get those people that are closest to the client involved in those images. 
The fifth thing that I try to pay attention to and utilize when possible is knowing that if there is a couple within the wedding party that I have them stand next to each other. So what do I mean by this? If I am photographing the bridesmaids and the groomsmen or even the bridesmaids, maybe they have a relationship within, I always try to understand who is dating or married or if they have children. If they do, I try to pair them together if the pose lends itself to that because I think it just adds an extra dynamic into the photo and one that they will probably cherish in the end. And those little small details really do make a big difference to the client and to the people who are in the wedding party. And what you'll begin to see if you haven't already seen this so far with wedding photography is the fact that oftentimes your future clients or maybe even your past clients are in the wedding. That is one of the beautiful things about the referral system is that you get to know not only the client but those that they love as well. As far as positioning, I wanna make sure that everyone is folded in toward the center, which is going to be the couple, for that main standard portrait. I like to have everybody smiling and looking at the cameras and having their bodies angled in towards the couple. I think this is the classic portrait. You can have their hands loose by their sides with the bridesmaids if they're holding bouquets, holding their bouquets a little bit below their waist, looking at the camera. I think this is just the standard classic pose that you wanna make sure that you get in every wedding as far as the formal portraits. If possible, I have the females bend the leg that's closest to the camera and I make sure that the bouquet's face side is towards the camera. So typically with an arrangement or a bouquet, there's a front side of it. And so when the bridesmaids are holding their flowers, I like to make sure that the pretty side of the bouquet is facing towards the camera. For the gentlemen, I like to make sure that they have just that top button buttoned and they're looking super sharp. If we want a more casual photo, I'll have them unbutton and maybe slip a hand in the pocket. It kind of just depends, but typically for that first photo, I do like to start with the gentlemen all buttoned up and looking their best for that portrait. One little tip is that oftentimes the primary client will have a favorite side. Hopefully each member of the couple's favorite side complements one another, but I let them work that out amongst themselves. Once we've established their favorite side, then everyone else follows suit in the portrait. So I don't always per se put um, one client on the other side and one client on the other. I just always make sure that I'm prioritizing their favorite sides and then I build the photo from there. If I'm ever unsure, for example, if the house party or the ushers are included in the photo, which usually I would be because we've worked on that timeline and photo list ahead of the wedding day, but if I am ever in doubt, if someone is to be included in a photo, I would rather include then exclude. So what do I mean by that? For example, if there is one usher and there's all other groomsmen, I don't feel like unless the client says, okay, Kat, you know, we want to make sure that this usher is not included in the photo. I would go ahead and include that usher in the picture so as not to leave one person out. And even during that final meeting, if I'm asking questions about the photos and something like this comes up, I will provide that encouragement and guidance to the client so that they know how to avoid any, you know, potential opportunities to accidentally hurt someone's feelings or leave them out. So always sort of err on the side of including someone versus excluding, even if it's not intentional. And I've said this a few times, but I'll say it again because this is very important. When you are making their final timeline slash photo list a little bit in advance of the day, make sure that you write things down. I will write down first names and who they are to the client 
every single time. There is a lot of moving parts, as you know, on a wedding day, and I never wanna be questioning whether or not this is the right person. Even if there's more than one person of the same name, more than one Anna, for example, I will write down Anna S and Anna T so that I know exactly who it is in that photo. When it comes to photography, it's very easy to hurt people's feelings. And the best way that we can avoid doing that is by knowing the information in advance and taking very clear and consolidated notes so that the day of the wedding, the client doesn't have to think and they can trust us as their photographer to make sure that we're executing the proper plan and having a smooth, wonderful, joy-filled day. I hope this was helpful for you. If you like this content and you find that you connect with my teaching style, I encourage you to check out our educational offerings in the description below. I hope to continue to bring you more value-based photography content. Thank you so much for joining in today and happy shooting. Bye.